going from retail sales to director of engineering is a pretty unusual story. Our guest today did just that. But before he took that career leap of faith, he learned some incredible business lessons from that retail part. I look at my time in retail as my business training. In many ways, it was my business school. In today's episode, customer experience lessons from the retail floor that leaders in any organization need to hear. You're listening to People Changing Enterprises. I'm your host, Jasmine Goodman, and please enjoy this episode with Keith Mazanek, Director of Engineering at Brad Steels. Keith, you're leading the software engineering department at Brad Steels, but your journey to get there has been, let's say, not quite traditional. Tell me about where you started, what happened along the way, and how you got to where you are today. Sure. I was always a kid who was into computers growing up. And I remember when we first got our first dial-up computer back in the 90s, you know, I was immediately sort of taken to it and it became my outlet for things, you know, all through high school. And that's when I first learned to program. Fast forward then to college and there are two major developments in my life that caused me really to reevaluate what I was doing. I went into college immediately majoring in computer science and then within that first year two things changed in my life that really sort of set me down a, a different mindset path, I guess. One was my cousin passed away from a brain tumor. He was a year older than me and we had grown up together and that was early in my college career. And that definitely shook me. The other thing that was going on completely opposite was I was discovering and coming out as gay and discovering that in myself and communicating that with my friends and family all around the same time. And that really caused me to look at what am I doing in college? And is this the path I'm on just because it's the path that has momentum? Or is this the path I'm on because it's actually who I am? And so that caused me really to pivot and shift my major around a couple of times, ultimately to the point where I decided to take time off and step away from school for a little bit. I found myself then working in retail at a high-end department store. And uh, through that career path, I really learned that every day you're coming in and it's a different day. Unlike some businesses where you're kind of doing the same thing, you know, maybe day in and day out, retail is any different day is unpredictable. You don't know who's going to walk in the door. You don't know what kind of customers you're going you're to run into and interact with. But it really is all about that relationship building. And that's the part that I ended up being really good at, I suppose, and worked my way into a, a customer relationship management role at this department store. And that was really then where I found myself looking back at technology. This is now 10 years later from my school uh, days. And I'm working at this retailer using essentially just spreadsheets to do this customer relationship job. We didn't have any special software for it. It was literally an Excel file we would get at the beginning of the month and have to make calls and add notes and then send it back up to corporate at the end of the month. This is maddening. How is this giant retailer operating this way? And that really drove me to kind of look back at technology and how technology actually impacts people in the workplace day in and day out and how in particular when technology is neglected, how that can have a really negative impact on someone's day in and day out workflow. And so that kind of inspired me. I read about a coding bootcamp that was starting up. Um, this was in 2013 when there really hadn't been many before. And so I read this coding bootcamp and it was here in, in Chicago. I was living in Ohio at the time. And so I convinced my then boyfriend, now husband, to take a leap of faith with me, rent an apartment here so I could go to this program. And I did that. I, I left my career in retail and I came here to Chicago and I learned how to be a web developer again, <laughs> the 10 years later. And what's amazing is in that time, how much had changed. 
And that was really the first time I got a chance to see the broad stroke of technology and just how many things had changed in the short 10 years that I was not in the field and not actively programming and building websites and things like that. And so that was a huge change for me. What was your surroundings reaction? I can only imagine having been in similar situations. Usually your friends, your family, and everybody looks at you like you're a weird person. You're sure. leaving a, a well-paying, promising career trajectory to do this crazy thing over here that you have no idea whether it's going to be successful, whether you're going to be happy with it. How did that feel for you? Yeah, I mean, there's a ton of doubt. Because A, you don't know, I didn't know about this program. There was no credentialing of it. The route that I chose, the sort of non-traditional education route, definitely raised eyebrows, to say the least. Um, what are you doing? What is this program? What is this, you know, is this a scam, right? Is this, are you actually gonna get a job after this? Is this just a fancy YouTube video, essentially? What I learned, though, going through this program is that anything is what you get out of it is what you put into it, right? And so I put everything into it because I knew that this was a big gamble. And if I didn't go into it fully committed to learn, to improve, and then to be, you know, knock on wood, employable on the other side of it, it wouldn't be worth the time, right? So that was the mindset I had going in was that I was all in. It worked out great, ultimately. It was a wonderful experience. I met a lot of incredible people who were in similar journeys to me, frankly. And that was one of the things that I think was most inspiring overall. There are other people who were pivoting from other careers, right, who had been traders here in Chicago. One of them was a retired fighter pilot. It was people from all walks of life. And I thought that was really incredible. And that really created a culture of we're all in this together and we're all here for a pivot. We've all taken a leap of faith. And that collective energy is invigorating. And, you know, fast forward to today, and I feel like that's what we've asked a lot of the teams here at Brad's Deals to do with this journey we've taken on, on replatforming and modernizing our tech stack. And so that mindset of we're in this together, we're going all in, we're taking a leap of faith, but it's a calculated risk. It's just a matter of do we have the sense of we're linking arms and we're doing this together. And I can feel the conviction that you have when you say that, which is so rare these days, right? Tell me a little bit about you. My polarizing brain went like, oh, that's so unusual for a developer to have a retail job, right? Because stereotype, developer likes to be by himself or herself. The, the less they have to do with other people, the better. A retail job at a big retailer like the one you were working for is the opposite of what I have in mind for the typical person in software. What's your take on that? Yeah, I think I would not have been able to do one without the other. In my youth, I was the person in the basement on the computer late at night, hacking away, doing whatever. And I was a pretty shy kid in school. And so for me, The thing about being working in retail is after a certain time, you have confidence about where things are in the store or how the printer works. You learn about the domain, right? The business domain, and that gives you confidence. And then from there, it's just, you're talking to people, real people who it turns out can be great and interesting and also goofy and weird and sometimes rude and difficult. It runs the gamut of experiences, of course, working in retail and, and talking to a bunch of people but you learn through just doing it day in and day out. Everyone's just human and everyone has some goal that they're trying to do. There's a reason they came in your store that day, whether it's a problem that they've got with some piece of technology maybe that's not working or whether it's a life event that they need an outfit for or whether it's something really positive or something really sad. 
you share those moments with them. You know, I think for me, I look at my time in retail really as like my business training, if you will. It was my HR training. I learned how to manage people. I learned how to lead people. I learned how to coach and mentor. And I learned how to deal with difficult situations and have difficult conversations, both with people on my team when I was a department manager and customers who have very high expectations, and rightfully so, and when those expectations aren't met for some reason, which, which happens. Dealing with challenging conversations, dealing with all kinds of people, and knowing that if you come to the conversation with confidence and with an open mind, you're going to have a great time and you're going to be successful. Ultimately, retail and sales in general is, is a lot about trust. And working on a team of developers is also a lot about trust. You need to trust each other that when you're giving code reviews, for example, you're coming from a place of good faith. When you're giving feedback that, hey, what if you try to do this uh, this other way or this this other way or something like that, that it's received positively and not as criticism. That when there are issues that come up or disagreements about how to solve a particular problem, if you have that trust amongst each other, then you're going to be able to overcome those things in a way that you wouldn't be able to if the team distrusts one another. You know, again, I learned that fundamental, I guess, of being a human really and having relationships with the humans is fundamental. It's trust. And that's what I learned in retail in particular for me. So it was in many ways, it was my business school. The customer experience is something that trends. We think about it, of course, in the context of retail or sales or something like that. But it really, that concept of customer experience transcends so many aspects of life. And, you know, maybe it's crass to think of a lot of relationships as sort of customer-like relationships in our lives, but they're really, they're service relationships. When we think about customer experience, it's a lot of customer service. What does service mean? It means doing something for others. And so in customer service in retail, right, that's pretty straightforward. You're doing something for your customer, whether it's literally walking them over to the shoes or going into the back and finding something or calling around the country to find the last size of whatever item it is that they're looking for, you know, everything under the sun like that. It's about service ultimately. And the concept of service is something that, again, transcends all relationships really. And, you know, when I think about my relationship to the team here at Brad's Deals, you know, I started as a basically entry-level developer here 10 years ago. And fast forward now, now I support the whole engineering team in the leadership role. Throughout that time, I think you have to remember that for me, it's all about service, right? It's who is the customer in my role now? At a department store, it's clear it's the person walking in the door, right? But it's also my fellow employees there. At Brad's Deals, right, at a software role, the customer is oftentimes other people on your team. It's people, uh, other developers, right, that you're building things for, that you're maybe their code that you're reviewing. And it's also the other employees at your company that you're building tools for, whether it be the, in our case, editors and publishers, people creating content, or some of the business people perhaps doing sales and whatnot. But you're performing a service when you're building things for those folks. And of course, at Brad's Deals, we also serve consumers. And so there is still that aspect of customer service for consumers as well that I think you have to instill in any consumer-facing company, or really any, every company in some extent is serving some consumer or business uh, or other partner, and they need to feel served. And that transcends, I think, retail or customer service or really anything. It's about who are you supporting in your activities day in and day out. So true. Everyone is a stakeholder and everyone has stakeholders. Exactly. If you want to boil it down to that. And it's a perfect, you know, even in your private life, if you want to look at it through that lens and we're using those terms, same game, because we're all human in the end. And we all want to 
be treated with kindness and respect and build that trust that then enables us to come together to create something that is bigger than just the sum of the parts. Thanks for listening to People Changing Enterprises. This show is brought to you by ContentStack, the leading composable digital experience platform for enterprises. Got a question or suggestion? Email us at podcast at contentstack.com. If you like the show, please leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. We'll be back next week with a new episode helping you make your mark.